testing starting a new podcast and i feel really privileged that i can drag mr daniel bailey into the very first episode what's good daniel i'm all right i'm full (laughs) of of apple crumble and custard really went in yeah it feels like a hug (laughs) that's what i love about that food it feels like a hug it was more custard than crumble yeah it was but that's because it just has to be right. You have to have more custard, but a thick enough crust to <laughs> counterbalance that. Otherwise, you get too dry. Yeah. But it was just right. It was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Wonderfully measured. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be speaking about love. love. And I imagine there's already an image that yeah. comes up in your head when mm-hmm. you hear the word love. Yeah. Maybe there are people that you imagine already. Mm. Um, But I think it's worth grounding in this idea of love languages. Um, I've forgotten the name of the man who wrote the book. And I will get that information ready for the next time. But (laughs) it's okay. The creeks are adding. Yeah. They're ginger. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He broke it down to five um languages yes and i'm really curious actually maybe later on if you feel that there are more if there are more specific ones for you Mm. he broke it down to these five receiving gifts um acts of service quality time words of affirmation (laughs) physical touch so I don't know if you have an image, maybe, or like a memory that gets stirred up when you hear any of those. Any, any of them? Any one of those five. So, words of affirmation is like a huge thing for me. And I just have this feeling of always wanting to please mm. somebody mm. and for them to tell me that I'm doing good. As long as you're telling me that I'm doing good, mm-hmm. then I feel good. Mm. And that's kind of dangerous because that means that I can't feel good unless someone tells me. Yeah, unless someone's there to kind of reflect yeah, that back to, go, to you. You're doing really well. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks. I, I, I can do it now. And that was all the way through primary school. Mm. Even like with my mum, she'd give me gifts Mm. when I did good at school. Mm. So then that kind of like subconsciously kind of, I'm doing good. Mm. Yay, I'm doing good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I'm so glad you went there. I was going to ask you, like, do you remember the the kind of first time or the early moments where you started... um, recognizing that that was how you were like feeling love yeah Yeah. i think for me i didn't grow up with my dad until i was seven Mm -hmm. by then me and my mum we already had our own relationship yeah and then when my dad moved in that was when my sister was born yeah so then it always kind of felt like they had their family Mm. and i was just my mum's child Mm. but because she was so like occupied i guess Mm. with 
this new child and obviously this new person in in the home that like the only bits that I got was the affirmation mm. to be like oh yeah I'm doing well mum did I do okay yeah you did great okay I'll go to my room now <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to imagine seven or eight year old Daniel very very quiet <laughs> But with really wide eyes and like quite a, like warm, I imagine warmth. Mm. I imagine warmth. I'm not sure if that's what you imagine. Yeah, I guess I was warm. I was very, very happy, mm. very content, spent a lot of time by myself. Yeah. I enjoyed that. There was comfort in that for me. But as long as I knew that I was okay, like like I said, going back to mum being like, mum, I did this. Yeah, well done, Daniel. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. Go back to my room. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm going to push us forward a little bit and just think about how you give love. Mm. So I know you might receive it through words of affirmation. Mm. But how do you show love to people that you care about? Begrudgingly. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, I do, and it's and it's a battle because I feel like in my past relationships, I gave so much mm. that now I'm like, like, mm. if I give you this, are you gonna hurt me? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So now, like, I mean, I will give and give and give. Mm. But in the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, okay, are you, are you going to, are you going to waste, are you going to waste this? And I mean, I, 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 I guess we, that's my expectation as well. Mm. The expectation that if I give love, then this person will stay, will be mm. good to me. But actually, I guess living in the moment is just giving without, giving that love without thinking about in a month's time is this person going to cheat on me or mm. whatever it's just about what's happening right now mm. so i think that's on on reflection that's something that i need to work on because that's not anybody else's problem that's my own mm. but at the moment i'm trying to just figure out what it is that i need from from a relationship and not just the 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 standard oh i want to go out for dinner with somebody and we can hang out and it'll be we get along and all this stuff and i i see their friends but what what is it that i actually fundamentally need from a relationship mm. so that i don't have to give my love from this place of 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 uh, of uh, of of the world's understanding of what our relationship is, mm. but my own understanding of what a relationship is, if that makes sense. Mm, 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 mm. It kind of not for me. It knocks on that door of we were friends first. Yeah. And then we decided to keep doing life. Yeah, you know? yeah. Kind of thing. Like yeah. if I can speak to you with that level of like honesty mm. and care, and also like if saying this to you means that you need to pull away from me mm. is that more important to me mm. than sweet talking you to death yeah no it definitely is way more important especially 
with how quickly we move into relationships now. It's so easy. We can just flip through our phones and then, hey, we're on a date in five minutes. Yeah. And then I'm sleeping with this person at the end of that night. Yeah. And then, who knows? In a week. If you have a conversation, yeah. Exactly. exactly. You might not even know my name, really. Wow. I could come in and just be anybody, like Sebastian. (laughs) Have you tried to be Sebastian? No, I really like that name though. <laughs> <That's in my laughs> Sebastian's out there, you know what to do. Yeah. Um, you brought up this idea of uh, reciprocity. Mm. Because as much as you're right, it is about self-regulating mm. and not making my expectations that person's burden. Mm. But there's also this importance of reciprocity. Mm. It's like if I'm giving... And I feel that I'm not being met in the middle. Mm. Um, does my behaviour change? <laughs> Mine definitely does 100%. change. It does change. It does change. Yeah. Because then because then I'm, as well as giving, mm. I'm making sure that I'm reserving for, yourself. for myself as yes. well. So then you basically, can't give until you're done. yeah, it's like being a single parent then. Mm. It's like I'm being both the mum and the dad mm. for you who's not giving me anything. Mm. So I'm, I'm definitely, you, you, you definitely have to hold a piece of you back and then what's the point in doing it? Mm. Yeah, I don't, it's difficult. Because if you don't have those initial conversations about what it is that you actually want from a relationship and also understanding together what makes your relationship unique out of everybody else's. I think a lot of us, we walk into relationships wanting to impose an idea of what a relationship is, whether that's from our parents, whether that's from what we see in our peer group or whether that's from past relationships. Mm. We try to just impose that mm. instead of figuring out what what is it that you have yeah. and that I have that works. And that is a one in a million thing. Yeah. Relationships shouldn't look the same yeah. Yeah. as everybody else's. But that's what we strive for. Yeah. Because I think we begin by replicating. Mm. We begin by replicating until we have either the strength or the resources to actually mm. explore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To actually ask ourselves those questions. Like you're saying, you're at that point where you can say, what do I need a relationship for? Yeah. What's it for? Exactly. What does the thing do? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, we do begin... I think anyway by just replicating. Yeah. You know, stuff you've seen on TV or in your household. Like my ah, do you know what what and it's also dangerous, you know, because these 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 films <laughs> but you know brown sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I thought love was like. But then it also kind of made it impose this idea that love has got to be hard mm, like, like you got to battle yeah you've it. got to like it's got to be like complicated and because that's because for some reason we 
we've romanticized that struggle yeah the struggle of being in a relationship like it tugs at us when you're actually in it it's it's awful <laughs> it's draining it's awful <laughs> like we have to deal with paying bills i have to do, we have to again on the bus where's the food coming from all these things mm. and now i've got to deal with you and your stink attitude nah there's no way nah. <laughs> Nah. I, what I'm noticing is um, or oh, times I've tried to like catch myself out a little bit mm. is when I realise that I'm speaking out of fear mm. when I'm speaking from a place of trying to protect myself right. and try to be in relationship mm. instead of allowing myself to be vulnerable and allowing myself to say hmm, this thing I'm experiencing isn't serving me Mm. let me have a conversation with this person around that Mm. and going from there what i would typically do is be like hmm i feel away and i'll just get quieter and further away until eventually i'm like yeah i don't think i want to do this anymore and then the person is like where did that come from which is that's it's me being avoidant yeah me being avoidant. I'm an avoidant. Do you think? I'm completely an avoidant. Yeah, you just observe. I don't want to, I, I have to work hard mm. because I'm very like, I think a lot. Yeah. And the person that I'm with, you kind of have to read when I'm going into my head and saying, hey Daniel, what, what, are, you doing? what are you thinking? Yeah. I feel like whoever I meet has to be that person to just be like i can see that you're going into yourself talk to me now Mm, mm, so mm. i can go okay i feel this way i feel this way i feel this way and then i'll go oh that's so much better (laughs) how do you feel now (laughs) you need a fisherman yeah (laughs) you just need a visual representation just so you guys can you guys can feel that of, of casting the line yeah it is that though isn't it it's yeah. somebody who notices you mm. who really takes time mm. to acknowledge and see you yeah because I, I i don't know i feel like there's a difference between listen and hear yeah and this is what i've been really like i'm like are you you're saying that you're listening to me but are you hearing me yeah like yeah. beyond my words are you here or do you hear me yeah 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 all the way yeah or are you just here yeah 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 playing some like intellectual game yeah instead of trying to meet me mm. in this, like heart space exactly yeah it's a big deal though and again some people feel safer when love is rational Mm. and the moment it gets beyond rational the walls come down yeah you know do you find yourself to be quite rational in loving people Mm. what do you mean by (laughs) rational (laughs) um you try to make sense of everything? No. 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 Mm. Well, my last relationship was two years ago. Mm. 
when you say relationship you mean like long term the two of you committed to yeah. doing life. yeah yeah and um I just stuck my head in the sand I was like what do you mean I stuck my head in the sand and I was like I'm not gonna deal with this here just take take what you need take it go and just take wow take what you need and when I come up we'll figure it out wow we'll figure it out But now, mm. I think it. I think it has to be very rational. I think it need to be very like specific with what I'm doing with you. Yeah. Because you're a whole person. Yes. And I'm a whole person. Yeah. And I don't want to waste any more time, money, or yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to waste another four or five years. Mm. That's boring. Mm. And then you get to you get out you get out of that of that relationship and you have to rebuild again and mm. like figure who yourself out like who you are. Mm, mm, mm. At least if that happens, I want to make sure that that I gain something from that rather than it just being something that you just hear and I'm here. Let's mm. try. <laughs> I wish that dry is where it stopped, but it really does get harmful. Yeah, it is. It gets harmful. It's chafing. <laughs> God, that sounds painful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you feel like you receive love through words of affirmation. Yeah. You feel like you give love through, it sounds like acts of service. Oh, no. No? How do you think you give love? Physical. Physical, so like yeah. touch and like... Sex. <laughs> sex, through sex and through touch. Yeah. And like that feeling of walking past your partner and like being able to touch them on the back. Mm, no. 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 Specifically through sex. Yeah. 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 Okay. Has there ever been a relationship where sex has been an afterthought? A side course, if you will. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's the main dish. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I've recognised that now. Mm. I've recognised that and now I'm going, okay, Daniel, actually get to know this person. <laughs> get to know their mind. Mm before you start doing whatever with them mm. because that actually can fast forward a, a thing 100% yeah so isn't it interesting I feel it's interesting that even though we are in a generation where it feels like we can speak so openly about our bodies and mm. sex and sexuality but we still have this kind of age-old coding mm. where once you have sex with someone, all these feelings kind of follow through. Mm. Um, of course, that's not like a rule of thumb, mm. but there's this kind of thing, like you're saying, where mm. sex can almost fast-forward. Yeah. Um, relational, I guess, monumental moments. Mm. 
I think it's interesting as, especially as performers, because we use our bodies so much yeah. to express ourselves. Sometimes for me, it, it doesn't, it doesn't like sex is just like that mm. it's part of like creating expression, expression. Mm. but for a lot of people who aren't in that specific industry or in in those environments who don't get to use their bodies like that yeah sex can sometimes be their only mm. their only like method of expression mm. so mm. when that's your only way Obviously, you're going to be like, oh, let's do it more because mm. I feel like I'm expressing something. Yeah. That's the only time I get to use my body yes. like this. Yeah. Damn, I never really thought about that. I really never thought about that. It could be addictive. It can be. I remember, like, there's kind of a there's kind of a stereotype around dancers, isn't there? Yeah. Well, like, we're, we're just understood to be, like, the... <laughs> everyone's having sex with everyone industry it's so funny isn't it <laughs> just have you ever dated a dancer yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> what about it what Lousy. about it <laughs> <laughs> um this is a weird way to put it, but what percentage of your relationship was sex? In which one? Okay. In so the first, in my first relationship, it was like 95%. And this is with the dancer? Yeah. Okay. 95% sex. The second one, it started out maybe like 70 and then got to about a three. Oh. Yeah. And when it hit that 3%, what, I knew it was done. What was what was making up the ninety-seven? Well, we were doing a lot of growing, but apart. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, um, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh. do my own thing because it seems like you're doing your own thing, and I'd like to be intimate with you, but you really seem interested, so I'm just gonna do what I'm doing. Mm. When you say intimate, what do you include? Like physical touch. It's weird because because physical and words of affirmation can sometimes be the same thing. Like sex is language. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can seek that affirmation through that language. So I, sometimes I feel like that for me, those two are combined because mm. they can be the same thing. Because why are you touching me otherwise? Comfort. Do, yeah. Presence. But is that not affirmation as well? As well, yeah. Yeah, There's yeah. A, it's a kind of confirmation of like, I'm here with you. Yeah. Or like, I, I, I feel you. Right. So it's basically the same thing. I mean, they're not basically one and the same. It is. They can echo a very similar sentiment. They can. It's very, very like the vibrations are are quite similar. <laughs> so that brush on your back as you're like washing the dishes and your partner comes behind you. Mm. 
is the exact same feeling you feel when you are butt naked in the throes of like passion. It's been such a long time. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally looking left and right like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I honestly... Actually, it can do. Wow. It can do. Like, someone touching your back can be like, I can feel that now. Yeah. And you can communicate the same thing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, th- I, th- I think I enjoy the layers of intimate touch. Mm. Like... If I'm laying on a really good friend's like lap mm. and they're able to just put their hand on my head, mm. like there's a nurturing in that 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 is just so not just beautiful but it's kind of unparalleled mm. you know there's mm. something about that which is very different, but just as powerful as being completely naked and vulnerable with someone like that, and mm. also like quite powerful in that moment of like. Yeah, just like <laughs> it's all out, mm. <laughs> all out, sprawl out. Oh gosh, sprawl out. All out, sprawl out. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, or I feel a different kind of love mm. when someone maybe takes my face into their hands and like kisses my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where are we? <laughs> Should we come back? No, I'm just saying where, like, oh, where are, where is that person mm. who's gonna do that? Who's gonna cradle your face and kiss your forehead? Please, <laughs> come on. It's quite beautiful. Have it you is. ever done that to someone? No. Cradled someone's I face. I don't remember if I did. Wow. I didn't do it in my last relationship. Yeah. Because he had a really big head. Should <laughs> <laughs> have made it easier yeah. to kiss, though. Buffed. Buffed. <laughs> I've got some. I don't know if they're quick fire questions. Okay. I don't know if they're quick Try fire. Me. Um. Does love make you weaker or stronger? It should make you stronger. Mm. But it depends who you're with. Mm. Elaborate. <laughs> you said quick fire. You did, I did, I did, and then I I got sucked into it. Okay, is love endless or is it finite? Is it endless or is it finite? It changes. Yeah. So it's endless. Mm. I still love the people that I've dated before. Yeah. But it's just different now. But it's still there. There's still love. Mm-hmm. When you say there's love, do you mean there is care? That too. But I love them. Mm. It's very interesting, isn't it? Mm. We don't actually have enough words for love. Mm. We keep looking to the Greeks. Yeah. We actually don't have enough. No. Stupid Greeks. <laughs> All right. Is love intelligent? I think it... it no, it shouldn't be. It should be dumb. Love should be dumb. It should be dumb. Okay, you it should have be to dumb that and one. childlike. Wow. Because the, otherwise, if you approach things too intelligently and you think you know everything already, mm. you should d- approach it like a child. Mm. 
and be so curious about everything mm. and continue to be that even when you think you know them mm. you still curious curious stay curious mm -hmm. like a small dog or... <laughs> <laughs> those are words to live by <laughs> Um, here might be a nice one to kind of wrap it. Uh, is human love different from divine love? Is human love different from divine love? Mm -hmm. So is that between me and God? Divine. Yeah. Divine. It depends. It depends. It depends who you are. It depends who you are because I believe mm. that the person that you are with mm. it's not just us two, it's your family, mm. it's your community, it's your culture, it's your ancestry, it's everything. Do you know how many people it took to make that one <laughs> make person you? that you're with? Wow. And me. Yes. And you just want to be, oh, yeah, it's just me. No, mm. it can't. It can't. Mm. And then God. And then. It has to be. Triangular. Yeah, everything. triangles. Yeah. <laughs> Bear dot to dot. Bear dot to dot. <laughs> so, is human love different from divine love? No. Mm. No. It's not. Mm. It's not. I asked you to bring something that is the that epitomizes love for you, and mm. you said that there's a song. Yes. Can you share it? Yes. Yeah. It's called "Ginger Me Slowly" mm. by Sony, and it's I love it because it's so tender. So we can play it. Yeah, yeah. it's so tender, and it's just it just um. That idea of like loving ch like a child, like being so inquisitive about everything and exploring things together mm. and doing that slowly is um, really beautiful to me. Mm. And yeah, here it is.
Bailey. If people want to find you, mm -hmm. what should they type in? You can find me on Instagram. I don't really use Twitter, but um, Instagram is at just Bailey. And also, if you'd like to follow my company, it's at the Palace of the Dogs. And you can find some of the work that I do on there. Yay. Oh, really grateful for that. And that wraps it for episode one of How Do We Love? Okay, goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. goodbye now. Exit, sorry. <laughs> here, 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 and here. Hope you can hear this. Um, we're going part two of How Do We Love? And I'm sitting here with AJ. Yo, yo. Hey. Um, I've introduced the topic very briefly. We're going to spend 10 minutes, maybe 15, just chatting. So I'm going to introduce again those five love languages as a starting point. We've got acts of service, yeah. quality time, physical touch. Yeah. What are the other two? <laughs> um, positive affirmation. Yep. And... Uh, um, was it work? No, 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 we did that. No, you said, um, <laughs> not acts of service. Um, acts of service, words, physical touch, gifts, gifts. And Is that quality time? Time, service, gifts, touch, words. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's time, it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I've got to hear it out loud a few times. Cool. I'm going to try and wear my mask, but we'll see how this goes. I'm going to be loud. Um, so first of all, I guess, um, you can, I guess, introduce yourself a little bit and just be like, I think I love in this way. I receive love in this way. All right, cool. Um, so my name is AJ Cube. Jeez. I am a, I don't know what I am. I know. You're all the um, things. I, I do a lot. A, I think you're a good hugger. I'm going to put that out there. Okay, cool. I'm definitely qualified <laughs> in that, 100%. Um... In terms of how I like to receive my love, mm. I would say um, words of affirmation, yeah, physical touch, mm. and acts of service. Oy. When was the last time like you received any of those? Um, my birthday. Hey, what's that like? Two weeks? Four weeks? Yeah, about four, four weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, my mum and sister got me a barber chair. Yes. Because, you know, I've been doing my, my, my trim and stuff, so I've set my front room up as, like, a little barber shop now. Yes, yes. Um, the year before that, um, I was taken to Dam, my birthday. And, you see, the reason why I mentioned my birthday is because as I've been getting older, mm. I get proper down on my birthday. Mm. Like, really, really down. And I don't expect nothing from nobody. Mm. So, when I get like a, a nice gift, mm. or even just a simple happy birthday, mm. like, that makes my day like, a lot, wow. a lot more than people think. What is it about birthdays that is so like heavy? I don't know. Okay. People keep. I I I I only said it because I'm getting older because that's what everyone tells me. Oh. And I'm kind of accepting that it's just that, but I don't think it's that because mm. I'm happy. Because before it was a case of like, I wasn't happy with where I was mm. and doing certain things. Mm. But now I'm happy in it, so mm. I have no reason to be upset. But I just was. There's still a heaviness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But there's something about people coming together and telling you, like. I don't know. I I literally I have no clue what it is. But wow. something on my birthday, like, I'm proper proper down. Like, I'm really really down. Wow wow wow. 
to the point where it's like, I just wanted to just pass mm. and then I'll pop back the next day like, all right, call me, yeah, hold on. Trying to keep your head under a rock yeah, for the whole yeah, day. There's yeah. no way. You have to celebrate you. Yeah. That's so serious. And I, I bet you're not alone in feeling like that either. I know. Like, I've, I've, when I mentioned it to a lot of people, I got the answers I got back was like, yeah, I felt like that before. And I'm like, oh, okay, so it's not just me. Mm. I think when I was young, my birthday, oh my God, what? Yeah. Gassed. What would you do? Uh, I, I, just, I just want everything, everything just has to be lit. Like, <laughs> If, when I was in secondary school, I want to get all the birthday beats in. Ooh. Like, come try and fight me. I want to fight back. Like, it's a good day, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. But, like, in terms of um, how I give my love... Yeah, how do you give? I would say physical touch, definitely. Mm. That physical touch, like, when I'm in that state of mind, I am very affectionate. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, what do you mean? Do you mean like a massage for like prolonged touch or even just like someone brushing you on your back as they walk past you or are you offering that to like people in your life? Yeah, so I, I'm like, do things like, like give a massage and like genuinely give a massage. Yeah. You know, someone would just go in and reach yeah. for the cheeks and then, yeah, so <laughs> I would genuinely give a massage. Um, you know, like holding hands, mm. touching your thigh. Mm-hmm. I drive a automatic car in it, so mm. I can just hold my hand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's slightly every person's dream. Isn't it? <laughs> and then um, words of affirmation, I don't really do. Like giving, that's not really your style. What do you mean? Like when you give words of affirmation for you, that's not. Maybe yeah, that's that's not really my, my. I don't re- tend to give it out because it's like. I mention stuff of like um, when I appreciate something a lot. Yeah. But I've been told before that because and for me it's a, it's also almost a case of like tough love in a way. Mm. Like I'm not gonna congratulate you on something that's supposed to be done, sort mm. of thing. And in the same way, I don't expect mm. to be congratulated back. Mm. Like once like if I've done something and someone says, "Oh, thank you so much," then I'm like, "Bro, no problem." Like mm. I genuinely mean no problem because mm. it's, it's like. That's a given. Yeah, that, I was going to do that anyway. You don't have to mm. thank me. You don't have nothing. <laughs> and I'm a firm believer of um, treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm. So I don't mean it in a bad way because mm-hmm. I expect the same thing back. But I understand that that can be taken as yeah. you're not speaking up on certain... Do you know what I mean? And I've yeah. learned to understand that over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing for me is um, gifts. Gifts. Not that I'll give gifts often. Yeah. But when I do give a gift, I'm trying my best to think about it. Yeah. So you'll be there for five days. Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure that I've thought about it properly because I'm a, I'm a creative person anyway. Yeah. So when I think of things, as I sort of from the ground up, I like to I think deeper than yes. possible. Yes. Like as deep as possible I can think. But do you like, have siblings? I have, a little, so I have a little sister. I have three older sisters and an older yeah. brother, but they're in America. Only my little sister's here with me. Is she easy to shop for? No, to be fair, my sister should tell me something, innit? Okay. If you tell me something, then that just solves everything, innit? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Same thing with my mum as well. To be fair, her last birthday, yeah. she told me she wanted and I ignored it. Oh. I was on like 50th, innit? Oh. And I just gave her £500. And what did she think? That was better than what she wanted, okay, innit? Like, if I had the money, I would give me like five bags, innit, yeah. for the 50, but like, yeah. I could afford five bills, so yeah, cool. That's she it. Like, she was going on a cruise, innit? Oh, yeah. And she had paid for that already and booked it herself, and it's like, cool, here's five bills, like, do what you want to do, type of thing. Yeah. And 
which for some people is the ultimate gift. Yeah, and the reason, and like I said, like for me to like some people are probably hearing that now thinking that it's just five hundred pounds. Like, yeah, it's a cool amount of money, but it's just five hundred pounds. So, for my mum, just my mum's type of type of mum wearing. Mom had me thinking when we was growing up, we was poor. Mm, mm. Mom's that mom, innit? Mm. Yeah? We don't have money for that. Yeah, un yeah, until I was like, I started buying my own trainers from when I was 14 and above. Come yeah? On. And up until that point there, if the trainers are more than £40, I'm not getting it. That's it. Yeah, so for my mom and money, yeah. for her to just have £500 spending money, yeah. I doubt she was ever going to try and. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, she'll budget, she'll, she'll always be on budget, that's our budget, that's all. So it's like, yeah. cool, this time, you don't have to budget. That's you can it. splurge. So you've given her really the gift of just choice. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of what it is. And for me, like I said, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll thought about that sort of mm. thing, innit? So if someone else would be the same thing. If I know you've been talking about something for a really long time, or I know mm. something you're really into. Like, say, for example, I don't know, um, you were thinking about starting a business or something, innit? A sick gift I would think would be to like maybe get you the company registered. Yes. Get you the minute name trademarked. Like stuff like that. Like, yes. like stuff like you wouldn't afford to maybe do yourself at yes. that time. And that's yes. just how I. And for me, I do that because it's a case of like what I hope to you think from it is like, oh my god, he really thought yeah. about everything. Yeah. Like he must really care. Yes. Sort of thing in it. Like, yeah. And that's where. Yeah, that's kind of how I show, how I show my love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in terms of like a, a relationship. Mm. You look after the details. Yeah, I'm, I, but, I, but I'm like that in life in general. Yeah. Like big things, like I said, when things are like big and obvious, mm. I expect them to be a certain way. Mm. You know, like I get in my car, I expect the engine to start mm. and run. Mm. It's the little things that will piss me off. Mm. Like, oh, the tire's gone flat. Mm. Why is the tire flat? I'd rather the whole car just break down. <laughs> Serious. You don't have the whole car breaks down. I have the whole, so that I know, cool, we need to fix the engine. Cool, wow. like, and we just know, in it. Or yeah. maybe, the, maybe the flat tire is a bad example because that's, that's a common <laughs> thing for a car, but like. Like um, the oil, the oil's done. No, not the oil done. The volume button is not working in the car. Yeah, that's annoying. That's I, annoying. I rather the whole car break. <laughs> so I'm driving in the car and I can't turn up my music. Um, <laughs> it's the little thing, so, so that's what I'm saying, so. And the way I react back that into life is like I focus on the little details. Yeah. Because I feel like the little details is those are the things that are supposed to be there that you don't think about. Yes. The things that you do think about are always going to be there. Yes. That's yes. just how I've always kind of looked at life, sort so of thing. You look after those small things. Yeah. Where do you feel like you learned your love, if you know what I mean? Um, not trauma. Like, I don't know, cause I remember that, like, I've never felt away from my mum, but like, like, with my dad and stuff like that. You know, just wonder if you felt loved and stuff like that. And you would also, you would always kind of think to yourself how you would behave different when you're in a particular certain situation. And the thing is, my mum has never, like, spoke down on my dad and said things like, oh, my dad's X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. She always said, yeah, yeah, he was a good dad, X, Y, and Z. And she said that a lot of the way I'm with my I'm with my son now, she said that that's the way he was with me, innit? But obviously I was too young to ever clock at that point there. When I'm older, I've started realising certain things. All I can remember is getting beats, mm. being forced to read, mm. and do you know what I mean? That was <laughs> and and being forced to do my homework and stuff like that. No. And my dad was big on schoolwork, innit? And 
as I've gone older now, I, I, I get why he was the way he was, but it was at the same time, it's like, you could have been a bit softer, yeah. sort of thing, innit? So yeah. I, I, I tried to keep that balance now with my son. Yeah. And with other situations like, um, little things like when you're young and friendships don't really work out and you can see where they've gone wrong, it's like I kind of just kept that with me mm. to think, cool, like I want to try and keep friends in the future, innit? Mm. So, all, so all these things are sort of come from trauma almost, mm. like, mm. but not big, huge traumas that I need mm. to see a therapist about, or mm. but just little things that would have upset me at the time or stuck with me in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's just what's made me yeah. want to be, be a certain way. Shape how yeah. you receive it and how yeah. you give yeah. love in that way. It's so true though, and even like you're saying, there's like big T trauma, and then there's like little T trauma. Yeah, yeah. You know, and for me, I'm like, yo, if you can go and talk to a professional or even a friend in any like way, shape, or form, do it. Mm, of course, because I mean? it's so incredible the dots that you connect. And it's mad because I only started talking recently. Yeah. Like, I've been into doing podcasts and stuff for time. Yeah. I like having conversations, but I like talking shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I like just talking about yeah, nothing. Yeah, dance this. Yeah, that's what I'm on. But as far as I have to talk about how I actually feel, I've only started doing that the past maybe three years or so. Yeah, man. Like maybe just before my son was born when I started to talk. Yeah? How I felt, yeah. What was that switch for you? Was it knowing that this person is coming and yeah, you're going to be... Yeah, yeah. I, I had to talk like... Yeah. I lose my mind. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I had to talk about something and from there I just naturally built up on yes. more things. So do you feel like, you know how everyone's got like an internal sort of pressure gauge? Yeah. Do you feel like your pressure's a little lower now or not really changed much? It's shifted. Yeah. So from the from the initial point of what you're talking about, yes, it's yeah. lowered. But it's now shifted into another area where the yeah. pressure's high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right now my whole thing is like, trying to be successful mm. and the pressure on that mm. is ready to bust <laughs> your veins are all yeah ready to pop <laughs> push it up it's ready to pop i guess in that then are you showing yourself the love that you need to as in do i count my own flowers or Ooh, I... I like that expression i mean more when we're seeing other people like struggle with things, we've got perspective and we can be like, oh, they might appreciate this. But sometimes we are the last people we know how to show love. So I'm just wondering if you're giving yourself that kind of love that you need in this Okay, time. okay, like that, all right. Um, occasionally, mm. occasionally, like I just treated myself to um, a new TV. Hey. And a new phone. And I'm about to buy a PS5. So again, gifts. And so yeah. I'm about to buy the PS5. We're yeah. not going to see you for four weeks, mate. No, I'm not going to hear from you for nothing. <laughs> yeah? I don't know who's here. I'm going to be cutting down. <laughs> I'm turning down loads of work. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but what about when it comes to like words of affirmation? To myself? Yeah. No. I don't. I don't. I don't tell myself nothing. I try to, like sometimes, actually, do you, know, do you know what I do tell myself? I tell myself all the time, actually, and I think about it. I tell myself all the time, but it's a, it's a, it's a point where it's like, I don't know if 
Like part of me knows I'm just I'm just trying to gas myself up in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Part of me knows that. Mm. Another part of me genuinely believes it. Mm. Yeah. Genuinely believes that yo, we soon pull up in the Bentley. Come Don't on. worry, bro. Like, Come on. Just keep grinding. Come on. We soon pull up in the Bentley. We look down at the road. We get told the time. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's coming. And it's like, but at the same time, like I said, it does feel like you're just gassing yourself up. But it's a case of, for me, like, the words of affirmation are great. But I'm like my harshest critic. Yeah. Yeah, like I get onto my, like sometimes I get onto people and everyone's like, oh, Edgy, you're very rude, or you're, mm. you're too harsh, or da, 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 like the tough love thing I said mm. And I'm thinking, that's mad because what I really wanted to say to you was completely different. Because what I say to myself, mm. if I was in real life speaking to myself and someone else overheard, don't think I have to fight me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm laughing, but. No, it's serious. Like, it's the tense. thing I'll say to myself, and they see me, I have to procrastinate and stuff like that. So when I start to get onto myself, yes. oh my, if there was a real person in front, I'll have to fight that person. Spiral, yeah. I'll have to. Yeah. And my whole thing is that actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So I'll tell myself these things of, you're not doing X, Y, and Z. And it's like, cool, let's just not talk about it, bro. Let's just get it done. Mm, 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 mm. And since I've had my son, like, procrastination levels have dropped drastically. Mm. I still procrastinate a lot. Mm. But they've dropped drastically. Mm. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a doer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Much more of a doer now. Yeah. And like since I've had my, and it's like the thing is that like, it's mad because I've always had this mindset that I've wanted to do this. Yeah. But it's like my son's just accelerated, isn't it? Yes. It's like, bro, you don't have no time to waste. You've got time. someone looking up to you now, isn't it? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Oi. So because you have someone looking up to you. Yeah. And this is, and and you see me like loads of different things. Oh, what was this word? I forgot this this phrase. Something like self-conscious bias, or I don't know the term, and I could be completely wrong on that. But basically, it meant yeah that you look for things that prove your own theories. Yeah, yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, there's a an artist I listen to called Young Dolph. I don't know if you've heard of him, American rapper. Yeah. My man's got a bar where he says. You ain't shit if your son don't want to be like you. Ooh! And I heard that and it gave me goosebumps. Ooh! And I said, yeah, that's what I'm on. Ooh! You're not shit if your son doesn't want to be like you. Wow. I said, you know what, yeah. That's, and then that, these are the sorts of things that I'm already thinking. Yeah. And for me to hear that, it's just reinforcing that yeah. thought in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like when I see my, even the other day, I literally just sit, I was sitting there in my bedroom, mm. in my room, mm. and my son's coming in and he's looking at me and my friend, he does this. I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. I love that. It doesn't even need words. You just watch, yeah. it. You watch this person step into your shoes yeah. like that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's just, that's what it is right now. That's incredible. Like as far as words of affirmation to myself, it's like I'd rather just try and get on the ball. Mm. Yeah, cool, occasionally gas myself up and that, mm. but for me it's more a case of like, AJ, let's see this stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. Like, this year has been amazing for me. Last year, last year was the start of this year for me, innit? Gotcha. Kind of thing, innit? So it's like, I'm happy with how things have gone that I feel like I can sit here and tell you and show you things that I've done. Yeah. Whereas before I was like, yeah, I'll mm. try and show you, but 
Mm-hmm. Some things are there, but it's like, yeah, cool, we're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I'm proper proud of myself. I got receipts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Even to say I'm proud of myself, that's a beautiful thing to remind yourself, bro. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've like, we can have another conversation another time, mm-hmm. but I've made it out through the mud, trust me, like, I've some stuff, like, I've made it through the mud. I'm not supposed to be here right now. Yeah, well, uh, someone clearly thinks you are supposed to be here right yeah, now. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, so like, but, <laughs> The reality of things that like, mm. I'm not supposed to be even in here having a conversation right now. Wow. Not in terms of like life or death, but yeah. I just mean in terms of like where I should be allowed to go and not allowed to go. Mm. Mm. I shouldn't be here. We give thanks, boys. Yeah, Someone clearly course. said him. He's allowed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick fire. Quick fire. Yeah, just on. to wrap it, because I like to wrap it like this way. Um is love infinite or is love finite? Mm. Finite as in... It has an end. For infinite, it has no end. Can I spin it a little bit? Yeah, let's go. And say that love is conditional. Ooh. I okay. say love is unconditional, but I believe it's conditional. I want you to open it up, but I did say it was quick fire, so yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it sit. <laughs> love is conditional. Yeah, love okay. is conditional. Uh, is there a difference between divine love and human love? No. No? Wow. Okay, one sentence. What do you mean? Perception is everything. Mm-hmm. So, to someone that loves, I don't know, Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> that's the that person that loves that so that much, they grew up in a care home. Mm. They don't care about their mum and dad like that. Mm. Someone else that does grow up with their mum and dad loves their mum in the same way that this person loves dad on two one oh. You can't tell you can't tell either person any different. Mm. It's all about perception. Mm. Okay, AJ <laughs> <laughs> And very, very, very last thing. Um if there was an image mm. or a song or a person who epitomized love for you, who or what would that be? That epitomizes love. Mm. Wow, what a question. <laughs> what a question. It's mad, I know. <laughs> what was it? A, a song? Either a song or an image or a person. It could be a word. It could be a place. Something that, I guess, yeah, epitomized love for you. Something that is like, I think love and I think this as the very next thing. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be quick fire as well. Bro. I know, it's probably going deep. I love this. Um, I'm gonna be controversial and say... Yes. Again, perception. Ooh. So the word perception epitomizes love for you right now. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. I think we need a part two. We'll figure this out. Um, <laughs> thank you, AJ. Thank you. You were really, really willing. You gave a lot. You gave, he's a giver. What can we do? <laughs> All right. Hold up. <laughs> we are recording. Welcome back. This is How Do We Love? I'm here with Elsie and Nikita. What else? Hello. 
Um, so, just reintroducing some of the basic um, things that we start talking about, and then we can fly from there. Um, I am looking at how we love, I want to look at how we give love, how we receive love, uh, our ideas on the many different kinds of love, whether that's between friends, family, um, romantic love. Um, so yeah, we're starting with Gary Chapman's ideas of the five love languages as a springboard and they are receiving gifts, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. So I guess my first question to each of you is, do any of those resonate with you as, hmm, I think that might be my style of giving love? to be of service I love to be able to help um, mm. and to just do stuff yeah yeah I really resonate with that yeah I do you know what I mean is it washing the plates mm. is it lending a hand when a friend has a big like photography day mm. and I'm just there mm. to yeah. help with whatever it is I also know I've been in conversations with myself around um Hmm. Have I just been conditioned to help? Yeah. <laughs> is that my role? Or is that my almost social role as a woman? Child. Child? That's, that's something, that's a whole something to unpack. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if, is this the space to unpack that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 100% I agree. And I think someone's, I don't know, I think there is this cult child that i definitely grew up with wanting to please yeah mm. um and that something that i grew up with from childhood mm. um and feeling like all that i like there's nothing that belongs to me mm. and actually nothing's mm. off the limits and my whole self is available to give to someone my whole mm. self is available for someone to take if that makes sense um and there is no boundary there is no do you know what i mean um there is no line um wow. and so for me and it gives like that validation that wanted validation wants to be accepted yeah like fear of rejection fear of being isolated right do you know what i mean it's like i would do anything yeah just to appease you yeah. um and also fear of rejecting do you know what i mean mm. fear of saying i know what it feels like to be rejected i know what it feels like to not have your needs met therefore mm. i will do anything that i can do to use myself as a sacrifice to help you not feel the things that i don't right. want to feel if that makes Ooh. sense do you know what i mean yeah i hear that um but I so yeah. in action that can be somebody like a partner mm. who is still figuring out how to um be vulnerable mm. and when they speak to you maybe they speak to you quite harshly mm. 
And for some people, that's enough reason to be like, I don't accept this behaviour, I'm moving away. Mm. But in that moment, as the person who wants to serve, you might become the experiment. Mm. You might become the person who's like, okay, let's figure out a way for you to start practising vulnerability. Which means sometimes you take a few punches. 100%. Right? 100%. You must be right. And even if you're not right, let me use myself as an experiment, like you Ooh. said, to help you test out what is wrong. Yeah. So that we can figure out what is right or what I feel to be right together. Yeah. And even if this experiment has failed mm. time and time and time and time and time and time after again, I'm still here to yeah. use myself and sacrifice my health, yeah. my education, my well being, my clarity, my boundaries, anything to yeah. To, to, to be of service because that's, that's what love is that's what women are meant to do women are meant to sacrifice wow. women are meant to be you know the providers a good woman is a ride or die mm. and all these other um, narratives that we have as women do you know what I mean mm. um, and again just for clarity that's you speaking on what society expects rather than yeah yeah exactly that's not views. yeah it's <laughs> yeah, not my yeah. at all um, but like for me that's, that's even why I got into nursing I think as well because mm. i think service. Mm. do you know what i mean it's like well clearly this is a desire of mine to be of service however the world doesn't offer safe spaces wow. for you to be of sub- of service without depleting yourself if that makes wow. sense and so nursing for me was like let me be of service but with boundaries and, yeah and get paid for that shit yeah. <laughs>
given a good gift maybe because I was thinking ah is that because I kind of like giving yeah. gifts sometimes like yeah. if I can afford to but like yeah. especially when you can get a gift get someone a gift and it's based on something that they may, might need or something that mm. they've lightly mm. referenced like ages ago but you've caught onto mm. um, but I feel like words really do that for people and I like being part of conversations where I'm actively learn more about yeah someone and mm. um so maybe that's i think that's my um my 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 the love gi- language. yeah the language the way you show love to people yeah mm. that's uh, for me you've highlighted something you've helped me put words to something the idea that every one of these languages really is about helping that person feel seen mm. heard held mm. known in yeah. some way yeah that's really beautiful because again like they all overlap yeah they all really overlap yeah so in that moment when you are speaking to that person that's your time and it's also words of affirmation isn't it right um for me like if somebody was to just like rub my feet at the end of a super long day wow do you know what I mean? I love that kind of physical touch. Mm. And it also reads as an act of service for mm. me. I'm like, that feels like beyond what you would do. Mm. Thank you for doing that. Um, so, I guess which takes us into what kind of, like, how do you receive love? Because sometimes it's not the same as how you I, give. I was actually going to, because when you, because before you started, I was like, I was going to ask, like, would you have the same love language for how you give and receive? Mm. But just to go on to your, like, your previous point about rubbing feet. Mm. <laughs> because, <laughs> not in that kind of way, guys. Take your mind out. So, um, small fetish? <laughs> no, listen, it's because, so there was, sorry, there was one period, like, I've been having a lot of um, um, aches in my body. Yeah. And I, I've related it to working from home now, but also, mm. like, a lot of stress. And I'm actually, I'm starting to account for it in my my back, like, my waist. And my legs, um, and like I'm linking, it, I'm linking it to certain emotions. But anyway, yes. Um, I told my auntie, and she was like, "Let me give you a massage." And at first, I said no, like, yeah. cause I was like, mm, "What's a massage kind of thing?" Um, everything, girl. Sis, <laughs> let me tell you. The hell. My auntie, she was like, "Hey, let me get you. Let me get an oil. I'm gonna like massage your back." And I'm gonna massage your feet. And yeah. my my feet isn't aching, but like if you want, like yeah. my auntie, <laughs> she rubbed my feet. When I tell you, I was I looked at her and I was like, thank you. <laughs> and I slept well. Yeah. And I woke up feeling so refreshed. Yeah. And it was the intimacy of it yes. first of all. Yeah. It was the kind of like she's my family, right? Yeah. But it was like. The closeness, it made me feel young. Like, it made mm. me feel, like, really young again and being cared for. Mm. And just this, like, being... Because another thing, sorry to go off tangent. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock off after this. <laughs> Girl, you better talk. You better talk. One thing that I realised with this pandemic and the lockdown, and I didn't I didn't know how to speak about it until I read something. I was like, this is actually how I'm feeling. Mm. I started to realise what it's like to go without touch. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. And it's actually like it's really really mad because I've been thinking about it, especially, especially because I mean this year I was I was in a relationship with someone and he was we were always together and I was used to like reaching out and knowing there's someone to hold and mm. I'll be held by someone. Yeah. So like coming back home, 
and like moving back in with my family and not having this person around like sleeping alone is a whole different thing like yeah. you I, I i really deep what it's like to not be touched like not to be hugged mm. daily not to be reached out for and it's and it's mad and i was put in this article that was talking about like the psych psychological after effects of of the pandemic mm. and what that would do to people actually see so you spoke about this earlier earlier about like secondary side effects yes. like people die of loneliness yes right? mm. but like the rubbing of the feet like being touched yeah. that way in a non-sensual i mean i guess it can be like sensual isn't necessarily like sexual, sexual yeah. it's, it's like but it was such a wonderful thing oh, wow. let's get your feet rubbed go get your feet Honestly, rubbed it's the best and I love how at the beginning you were like, well, my feet aren't achy, but if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Because really, they carry everything. Everything. If your leg is funny, if your hip is funny, if your back, your feet feel that. Yeah. Wow. It's so mad. Like, we're so connected. Yeah. So um, really. No, I've got... You are welcome. Oh. <laughs> you are welcome. Thanks, 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 Um, I'd love to actually no i haven't asked you how do you receive love lc mm. um i th- do you know i think mine fluctuates to be honest mm-hmm. i think mine definitely fluctuates um because i love a massage mm. it's it's the best it's the bomb <laughs> which like you said i think it is a marriage of both uh physical touch and acts of service yeah, yeah. um probably acts of service definitely my best friend um she definitely introduced me to acts of service because I've always been this don't need nobody mm. nobody do I don't want to do anything like trust issues blah, blah, blah. but she's definitely someone that's introduced me to the safety of what it means for someone to love you through acts of service mm. and do you know what I mean and just like just how mm. much of a burden is just released by knowing that someone is there to support you yeah. do you know what I mean and someone is there to to carry the load of you like like it's it's like you can't even imagine like how just like how healing and just healthy that is and what it feels like do you know what i mean um but i think also probably words of affirmation Mm -hmm. because i'm a thinker and a lot and i do you know i mean i'm always in my head always thinking so for me having other voices to like reassure me of stuff and like to help guide me and just help to like add healthy maybe opinions or healthy insights yeah. healthy perspectives is is really important for me as well yeah yes. oh <laughs> no because it's so beautiful that this has shown up for you in a yeah. deep deep friendship yeah so beautiful yeah i'm really grateful uh, like over the last recent maybe like three or four years for some of the people that have really come into my life and just shown me like what love is Mm. Um, and I'm yeah like so grateful like love is kind love is patient love do you know what I mean yeah is supportive it is all these things you know um so Mm. and if it's not that then yeah. You better check the facts. You better, you better check it out. Honey. You better check your text. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true. Like, mm. we need. I don't. You know, like, we speak about love. Mm. And I don't want it to be rigid. Mm. Yeah. But it definitely helps having a guideline. Yeah. Yes. It definitely helps yeah. having something that both of you 
or all of you, depending on how many people are involved, to. can point to yeah. and be like, rah, well, man, you told me this in confidence mm. and I didn't hold that. Mm. I wasn't demonstrating that love with you. Mm. I'm sorry, let me do this. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. Or even to say, mm, like, I haven't spoken to so-and-so in this much time. What would help them feel seen, heard, held? Surely that's difficult though. Like the idea of having, because to be fair, I know you're saying that we shouldn't, it's like finding that balance between being rigid and free. But like the idea of having guidelines can be difficult for people who who necessarily have different expressions Mm. of love. Because I'm thinking about certain conversations I've had with friends where they've struggled with like, especially with like new relationships, right? Where you struggle because you have certain expectations Oof, yeah. of like what in like you have certain expectations and you have a knowledge of what the things that you do that show how you love someone and you yeah. expect someone else to replicate that yeah. but they're not really about like they don't they might not verbalize it but they will mm. show you but you don't recognize acts as much as you do words yeah and so that becomes a disconnect and forcing someone not forcing but like wanting someone to express Set, love, that requirement yeah, yeah in a way that like you're familiar with might be kind of unfair yeah to that person too such a strong question like what do you do when the way you receive love is yeah. not how your partner speaks Oof. right Girl, okay. <laughs> if yeah. that's not their language yeah you know and to be honest i feel like i'm exploring this with my dad mm. and mm. it feels so loaded because there's all these other expectations, right? Yeah. We have our roles. You're the parent, mm, I'm the child. Yeah. And then there's the kind of lived roles of um, I have experienced your absence more than your presence. Right. Mm. Right? Yes. So yes. when your behavior now changes and I'm reading that behavior as, oh, you're requiring more presence now, Dad. Yeah. There's something in me that goes, I don't, I don't experience love like that with you. Yeah. And I'm really feeling so challenged right now. <laughs> no, but it's it's hard. It is. But imagine the there was a question you asked. We were there's something we were talking about earlier, mm. and you were, you asked if our parents can can change, mm. and it makes me remind like I think it's quite relevant to this conversation because I think of like growing up and being influenced by like different medias and books or whatever, and like wanting my 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 parents to show love to me in a certain way mm. and not receiving that and being being like angry yeah. and frustrated and then because of that being blind mm. to all the ways like they mm. do show love yeah. Yeah. but that it doesn't meet meet my expectations like yeah when i think about my mom for example especially like meeting her now as a woman as opposed to just my mother yeah, yeah. She, she 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 was unable to express love to me in the way that I felt like I needed yeah. but she was putting in a certain type of work mm. and she was doing a lot of she was expressing love in a way that like she knew how unfortunately mm-hmm. when I was younger I didn't think it was enough uh-huh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm like yo I'm grateful that you could do what you could considering wow everything that as a young woman you were like move into a new country, raising a family as a single mother, etc. Um, so that's really difficult too when you don't, I guess, in a relationship in your family. Like, yeah, it is. 
But I think that's important, like what you said about like creating these like love contracts or mm. or love guidelines. I definitely think it's a practice that everyone should have with their intimate partners, with their friendships, with mm. their parents. I think even parents should make it a thing to introduce that to a child as they grow up. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because like wow, you said, like it's not, it's, it's not, it isn't just parent and child, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's human to human. Yeah. yeah. It's about how do we facilitate space for this human to communicate their needs? Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And yes. Communication yes. being a massive, a massive factor in whether or not you are able to give and receive love in, in the ways yeah. that are meaningful to you, if that makes sense. Yes, um, I Yeah, like, I think my, my current partner now, like, being able to say, like, oh, boyfriend, I didn't like that, and yeah. this mm. does make me feel happy, or boyfriend, this makes me happy, and him saying to me, like, girlfriend, I don't like this, <laughs> or girlfriend, I think we need to spend more quality time, and yeah. me saying, okay, boyfriend, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. being able to have these, like, have have confidence and having space and having yeah. transparency to be able to say this is how I feel. Yeah. This is what I need more of. Um and being able to say, you know what, I I respect that and yes. I'm going to try and work on that or I'm going to at least keep that in my head and make note of it and yeah. That being a guideline again like not only for platonic for intimate relationships but, but also like, for all our relationships, you yeah, know? Yeah. 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 Um, no, for real. It reminds me that like one thing I remember and I tried to like input into like different forms of relationships mm. was one of the sweetest things that a close friend said to me like in a time when I was like going through it or something mm. she was like how can I support you right now mm. and for me it was like it was such a relief to hear her say that like I, I can understand on one hand it can feel like a burden to have to express what mm. you need yeah. like on one hand but then on the other hand, it kind of reflects my boundaries and what I need. Like, yeah. if when I know when I'm upset, I'm someone who closes off. Mm. And it's frustrating when people don't understand that and demand mm. more mm. than I can give in a situation. Mm. But it's like feeling like you have space. Like, when someone asks you a question like that, you feel like you can be, you can feel like shit. Yeah. And you're not going to offend them because... Yeah. They yeah. know that, like, right now, the support you need is space. Yeah. But maybe the next day, the support you need is, like, attention yeah. and, like, visit, like, them visiting you. Mm. And I like that that question can be... Like, you can continue to revisit that question yes. mm. at every stage of your friendship, your relationship, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it also makes you a participant. Yeah. Yes. When we talk about, like, giving and receiving love, yeah. I feel like usually we talk about it in terms of, like... I either give you love or I receive love from you. Yes. Whereas you don't talk about like giving someone, giving space to receive love. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I feel yeah. As in, like, yeah. yeah, like yeah. as in like I'm giving you. I am giving so my me so like in terms of like giving, it's not only like me giving an act of service. It's also me giving you a guideline on how to love me, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And that being as important as me giving you a gift. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm giving you a... I'm giving you access I'm to giving you access yes. to, to, to the things that are important to me. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because yes. um, I think people often expect, or don't know, again, I don't know how to communicate, or don't feel comfortable expressing their needs. Mm. Um, and seeing that as maybe, if I express my needs, it's me being selfish. Whereas I think mm. all of us can say that, like, maybe it's not all of us, but like, for someone to say to me, like, 
this is what is meaningful to me. I'm trusting you this yeah. this knowledge. Yeah. That is that is a sign of someone who is willing to give and to be in a participatory relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So we talk about like relationships. Oh, it's always give, give, give. I'm always doing, trying. Doing, I <laughs> yeah. mean, you never really like if that person was to say like no this is the way that's meaningful for me and yeah. and be open to yes. that vulnerability yeah. that is a sign of me of giving as well and yeah. yes. we can give love in in unconventional ways you know yeah um, just yeah. by being vulnerable and yeah. letting our voice be heard oh ain't that the word vulnerable mm. <laughs> it's so true i think that's 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 an act of bravery mm. um i'm gonna shift a little bit um do you have any quotes or songs or people who embody love for you? Wow. <laughs> the people in my life. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, someone. Yeah, the people in my life. I'm really, I feel so grateful. Wow. Yes. Like, and I think everyone does it in different ways. It's just about, yeah, I'm, I feel really blessed and really grateful that my mum, that the way that if I'm ill, she'll cook mm. and she'll come to my room and she'll be asking me, she'll open the door and say, okay, <laughs> like stuff like that. Or if my, cause I have like sciatica, so like she will like give me back massage mm. and like even my dad, like he will like forward me emails that are like are about like stuff that I'm interested in. Oh. Um, my best friend Ngozi, the way she will just hold space to me and yeah. like. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you guys, the fact that we 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 actively create these spaces of yeah. love and of conversation and of yeah. of meaning making. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm really blessed to have people that are open. I think that I think being open is a prerequisite for love. Right. Oof. Do you know what I mean? And I'm Go so on. grateful to be around people that are open to giving and sharing and receiving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think people in my life are my biggest teachers. Oh, come on. Yeah. Open is a prerequisite for love. Damn. She said that. You have to write that down. She said that. I have to think about that though. It might not be true in all cases. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. And we will revisit it. I mean, let's revisit it in case. Love that. Love it, Nikita. Deep in thought. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm really struggling with this. Um, I'm not too. I'm not struggling, which is which is not to say that there's love is absent from my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to deep it in a different way because I think Elsie, you said it perfectly, and I feel like I relate to a lot to what you're saying. Mm. But I'm I'm now like I think I'm a a stage of like, um, my development. No, mm. My life, and I'm think I'm really I'm trying to become more like conscious of, like kind of, decentering the human when we think about like different different subjects like thinking more about the environment thinking more about like uh other species and like how that relates to my like my conception of not like not just politics not just like social Mm. environmental justice but also subjects Mm. like love um and i'm just smart smart (laughs) (laughs) no no but it's just i think especially based on like kind of um conversations yeah. i've had before and how like there's there's been like you like you know when you're because we, we grew up in london right yeah mm. but like we've been lucky enough to like move out like travel like 
go outside of it and i found myself in situations especially when i'm like encountered things i would never get to see in like an urban city mm. like being close to the sea yeah. or being like being in a green like a wild green yeah. space yeah. and you know that feeling of like just awe yes and that all feels so much like love mm. and like um Mm. I, I can't describe it like sometimes especially this is so because I, okay, so I live in like a tower block mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, so from my but like from the view of my room when I wake up I can actually I get a really beautiful like um, sunrise mm-hmm. and so I like I'm not a morning person but I'll try to like open my eyes to see what the sun <laughs> hey. and then when I see the colours guys I get gas yes and that feels like yeah that feels like a connection like mm. when i cause especially when i feel like shit or when i'm stressed i'm like i really don't want to work today yeah. like seeing that brings me like a certain kind of joy and like a joy of like a love not just of other people and myself but a love of being mm. and a love of like waking and a love of like again just a love of being because i think sometimes I, I i lose this like love of just being present because I'm so caught up in the mundane, like banal things, and mm. that feels like a it brings me back enough to like remember to like not be so internal to speak with whoever's at home, not be in my room, not just mm. be on my desk or my home. Like it's like a, a reminder to to practice love to myself to other mm. people as well. Yeah. Love as connection. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Exactly that, yeah. Wow. I'm going to move us into, like, the quick-fire questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, time. (laughs) But these were so beautiful. So love is connection, and we are going to revisit the idea of openness as, like, a prerequisite to love kind of thing. Quick-fire. Try and just say the first one that comes to you. Mm. No judgment. Um, so in a collective sense, so globally, are we growing in love or not? Child, this is a big world. <laughs> this is supposed to be a fire question. Quick fire question. This is a big. This is a big universe, a big world. But I would say that we are growing in love. Yeah. Um, by virtue of. Um, more awareness being had about different stuff in different worlds where you've got different people yeah. and the different uh, just the rise in humanitarian actions in terms of like people setting up all these different GoFundMe pages and this and that and let's try and do this and campaigns and so I would say that we are growing in love interesting okay I'm growing in love or not things I really want to hold I really want to like I don't want to be pessimistic uh-huh. And I sorry, and I don't. I really want to be with Elsie in this. But I don't feel like, I don't feel like we're growing in love. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I don't feel like. I feel like there's. In fact, we're so disconnected. Mm. Um. I feel like. But maybe, but maybe I'm caught up. I'm focusing on the wrong things and not on the like the good things that's emerging. And, um. Yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't feel like we're growing in love. I feel like we're we're trying to get it where we can. Mm. Um, 
but we're kind of given up on the not given up but like i don't i don't think we're up to the task of like what it means to really grow collectively and center love and center care mm. as like mm. the thing that will move us mm. um so yeah okay yeah. okay shake that off <laughs> next question that's, that's a good point Mm. As in that like, love being an action, love it being an end goal. Yeah. As in mm. you can't grow in love, you can't grow to love as in the end goal without growing through love, love and in yeah. love. So that's a dope point. Dumb. Sorry. Come on with it. All right. Next question: Is love intelligent? <laughs> oh my god, that feels like a call out to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love is intelligent. Look at the way it makes butterflies grow in your belly. Hey. Do you know what I mean? It makes your heart be doing skip skip. <laughs> skip skip. You know? The way that you be thinking, oh wow, how can I attend to my lover's needs? How can I speak to this person in a soft voice? How can I Oh, I wonder what they want. Oh, I wonder what they Do you know what I mean? Mm. All the all the different ways that it, it just and and like even like you said about like the the um the, like even connections at the sunrise, mm. like just the intelligence of of the sun to like all orb, orbit the planet and mm. do you know what I mean? Like that's such and the feelings, the the, the emotions, the serotonin, the 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 the, the new the er, rough. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? She said it's a biology lesson. Yes. First of all. Also I'm pretty sure Earth orbits the sun. Same thing, John. <laughs> Everybody orbits each other. Love is on, correction. Love is correction. Come on. Interesting. That's is love intelligent? Elsa, I'm really not trying to disagree. Ah! <laughs> we need that. We need that need balance. Um, I don't think love is intelligence. Why? Because when I when I because you guys know me, right? We've already talked about this Capricorn tense. If I was intelligent, guys, I would not like. I wouldn't do it. I am crying. When it comes, no, when especially when it comes to romantic love, like, guys, I have to, I have to choose to be unintelligent <laughs> before, before, like, I allow myself, I, I give myself that freedom of loving. Like, I have to not be, ra- I have to decide actively not to be rational, not to overthink things, and not mm. to like put things in a logical sense. Because if I do, I won't, I won't, I won't be open, like you said, Elsie. Mm. So I really, but, but, which is not to say that if it's not intelligent, it's stupid. Mm. That's, it's not to say that it's like that kind of binary. Mm. Because like, say for example, when you describe like the sun, mm. I think that's beyond intelligence. I don't, I, I think it's like, cause I don't want to put intelligence on this like pedestal mm. either. Um, there's there's another that I feel like there's a knowing that's not intelligence but and it's like really emotional yeah. and really like in your body but like your body is intelligent too yes. right so I don't want to dismiss that yes um, I yeah for me I think I think knowledge is what makes people logical and what's makes people factual but I think intelligence is synonymous with like wisdom okay and is like that is like that. Yeah. Even though the facts say this, wisdom tells me that mm-hmm. with patience or with a bit of foresight or with a bit of, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That this thing could can make sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think knowledge is always intelligent. Do you right. know what I mean? And in fact, when you use the word wisdom, mm. like I feel that more. Like you just changing that to like wisdom feels 
makes <laughs> makes more sense but like mm-hmm. it it feels better in terms of like what we're talking about like mm-hmm. love feels like wisdom to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's just me not understanding how intelligence and wisdom come together like mm-hmm. i yeah. maybe it's me not seeing that like so many different perspectives on these two words alone yeah. oh i love this final question <laughs> Let's hope that it's a yes or no. It's not going to be yes or no. Um, <clears throat> is human love different from divine love? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like divine love. Divine love is. What, human love is an expression of divine love, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like. It's like saying, is your mum the same as, as your baby? Yes, but that's, that's not as <laughs> rubbish. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they're not the same. The, divine love is definitely the, 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 the primary, the primordial, the, do you know what I mean? The, the beginning and the end, if that makes sense. And like, divine love, it's like, again, like getting back to science, you know what I mean? It's what makes things orbit. It's that what makes things connect. It's what makes the North and south pole of a magnet attract do you know what i mean mm. like that's that divine connection that divine intimacy that divine whoof. Mm. i'm just using like sound do you know what i mean yeah so that's what things that make like the fact that does the sun makes things grow do you know what i mean like mm. natural do you know what i mean like mm. you can't like divine love is like it's, you, it's, it's beyond what any of us can even even think about do you know what i mean wow um so what was the question? <laughs> is human love different from divine? So love? yeah, one hundred percent different. Human love is an aspect of of it's a it's a it's an aspect of divine love, but wow. yeah, it's, it's not the same. Yeah. Wow, wow. No, I feel you on that actually. Because mm. at first I was gonna say I do think they're the same because I feel like I come closer to understanding. Um, I feel like I. It's, it's if if we if we think about the the divine as God or like mm. some sort of like spiritual entity, I feel like I come closer to understanding love when I understand God, mm. or like when I, I come or vice versa. I'm not sure how like how to organize it in my mind, but like there's been moments where, so okay, for example, there's been moments where like I've had sex. And I felt, I felt like I know it's like a, a certain type of love with this person mm. when it feels divine. And when I feel like I have an understanding of like this inexplicable, this inexplicable thing. Mm. And, and, and yes, yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain myself, I believe. I feel like the interlude, but I think, I think Elsie's right. It's like an, ex- it's like a branch, mm. human life may be a branch out of. Divine love. I really feel you. When that question came to me, it was definitely. But when we are loving, are we not partaking in a divine act? Right. Mm. Are we not in like we're in God? Like we're in. Yeah. Are we? But then people have also spoken about you know just socially, human love is dysfunctional, you know, Mm. and then you go. Ooh, our definitions of love. Yeah. yeah. Are all over the gaff. Right, this is a great place to pause. Oy. It's a great place to pause. Thank you both. Oh, that yeah. was awesome. That was that so was nice. Juicy. I liked that. That was 
Jesse. This is what I'm saying. The podcast girl. <laughs> Me, I'm a joking. And we can make presentations. And we can get references. Yeah. And we can do little little PowerPoints. Yeah. This was actually I really enjoyed getting into this conversation. Yeah. It's yeah. nice having guiding questions. It yeah. is. It is. And then each time we do our podcast, <laughs> someone Plug. can lead it. Yeah. So, so oh. one, each one of us can be the the, the, the moderator that's for the good. talk. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. That's good. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna pause. 2021. Thank you. So Wednesday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with it. Okay. I really bye. I think I'm gonna head off to.